With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And now! Hello and welcome back to Sea Red UK, a UK-based Chicago Bulls podcast. I'm Matt, and as usual, joined by Neil. How are we doing, Neil? I'm okay. Been a bit of a disappointing week. Uh, I'm sure you can explain that to everybody in a minute, but um, apart from that, I'm all right. Yeah, um, I'm at home, so I'm joining you sitting in the car again. Um, <laughs> well, not your car, car, obviously, my car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, obviously, as you just alluded to, and I don't know if anybody saw it on the socials. I know we were in chats and explained it to a few people, but... We recorded an episode on Monday night. It was quite a in-depth episode, recapping the two games from the weekend, and then we lost the audio. And we were gutted because there was some, well, we felt pretty good takes in it that other people seem to have now jumped on with as well. And the fact that it was about an hour, or just over an hour long as well, and... Mm-hmm. I mean, we'd love to be able to jump on straight after a game and do our game reviews, but when it's three o'clock in the morning, not going yeah. to happen for <laughs> us. <laughs> no. no. Uh, and then our, our schedules are that tight as it is. We just, once we sit down to record, that's it. It has to happen there and then pretty much. So Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, it's a, a learning curve and we, we move on from it. And yeah. We're going to tonight's episode, so um, it's going to work a little bit different to how we wanted it to. But we're going to do a prick, a prick, quick, <laughs> recap. <laughs> quick recap of what we did do in the last episode, um, and then basically a quick review of the Bucks game, and then a general preseason recap. Yep. Right. As usual, we like to start with any latest news, and to be fair, there hasn't really been any apart from the games, but we were put in the last episode was the fact that Bulls have waived um, Javon Freeman-Liberty, and for personal reasons, I was gutted about it, and uh, you know we knew he wasn't going to make the roster, but it would have been nice to at least see him in the last game as well. Mm. It was quite so, surprising, actually, because he played like in the few minutes he got, he played well. Yeah, he had about was it, but just over five minutes, and he put mm-hmm. up a couple of threes, and yeah, mm-hmm. it was, obviously with him being a Chicago boy as well, it's, mm. it's like, you know you kind of root for him that little bit more, I guess. But you know, he, he was interacting with us on Insta, which is what the personal reasons behind it. So, but yeah. Anyway, that was Saturday. I think they released him, so we've got a bit more to talk about since then. Um, obviously, Friday night 
well, Saturday morning for us, we played Nuggets and it resulted in a 131-113 win. Um, obviously, a quick, very quick recap of it. It was a pretty close game through till the, what, halfway through the third. And then we just kind of picked up from there. You know, we won every quarter that there was. And our, well, in our live threads, we voted Javante as player of the game. Yep. Uh, I don't know if there's anything you want to add to that before we go on to our pog hog dogs for it. No, just the big surprise in that game uh, at the time anyway was that Javante got the start over P. Will. Yeah, which obviously we'll maybe talk about a bit more in depth in a little while. Yeah, um, and and the other big takeaway I had from from that game was that they uh, they shot sixty percent as a team from the field, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, and obviously when we did the deeper dive, we spoke about that, and it was yeah. what we wanted to see. Um, it didn't, unfortunately, it didn't carry on. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll throw it to you for the Pockhog Dogs. Is you know we want to get them in, as that's going to be our thing for the games going forward. Yeah, so like you say, we've glazed over this now compared to the last time, but we'll throw in the Pockhog Dog. Um, player of the game, as you've mentioned, was Javante Green. I mean, he was just superb. Uh, got his start and proved that he um, he deserved to get the opportunity. Um, the Hog, the highlight of the game. Um, there were a few in contention. Um, there was uh, AC's block at the end of the third quarter at the three. Uh, DeMar's yeah. footwork was sublime. Um, there was the Javante alley-oop. And like I mentioned, just in general, 60% shooting from the field. But I think what we went with at the time was the uh, the AC steal, cookies and breakaway two-handed tomahawk jam. Yeah, I think mine was different to yours. Oh, I think was mine... it actually? I think it was. That was the one we yeah. did on actually. What was? Can you remember what you went with? Yeah, mine was the P. Will rejection on Michael Potter Jr., where he yes. just sort of from behind rejected it. No change in his facial expression. <laughs> it was just get that out of here. Absolutely, like a robot. Um, yeah, and moving on then finally to our dog our disappointment of the game it was a fairly obvious one really it was Marco um, he finally got some game time and to say that he was poor is a bit of an understatement um, I'll let you uh, tell everybody what the stat line was for him just in case people don't know yeah the only one that changed was his plus minus which was I think minus four right. and in five minutes of play he literally put nothing not even a turnover. <laughs> <laughs> I think we saw more of him the game before when he kept standing up to celebrate. You know? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, it it was pretty uh, pretty non-existent, really, wasn't it? Yeah. So, then, obviously, on Sunday, it was, well, it was a bit more of a UK-friendly tip for us. Was it eleven or half eleven? Yeah, eleven o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, we faced Raptors. And it finished 115-98. Quick thing, we had it down as a game of two halves. Obviously, completely changed in the third when they decided to plug Javante in. And he just went off, as he does. Yep. Um, You know, we kind of felt like we'd gone backwards a little bit in the first sort of half where we just weren't closing out on him and 
Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, the defence just wasn't, you know, we called for a bit more defensive sort of intensity and kind of got that in the second half. Um, again, P. Will didn't start the game. It was Derek Jones Jr. Uh, and I think the thing that sort of turned the game in our favour or the, the the sort of quarter that did it was the fourth because we actually won the fourth, 38-18. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as voted in our live thread, the player of the game or bull of the game was Demar DeRozan. Yes. So, unless you've got anything to add, I'll throw it to you for the Pog Dogs because I think we went slightly different on some of them as well, didn't we? I think maybe we did, but yeah, actually, I think we did. Um, actually, just before I jump over to the Pog Hog Dog, the only thing about the first half was uh, Demar was uh, like a, a, a ninja he managed to put up points, rebounds, and assists without you, like you wouldn't even realize he'd done it. Yeah, he nearly got a triple double, didn't he? Yeah, and it was like, and he only played in what he played the first and the second quarter, and then he played a little bit of the third, and that was it. Yeah, camera was tough there, but I think he stretched out to about twenty-five minutes, something like that, didn't it? Yeah, I think so. Um, he scored twenty-one points, eight rebounds, and eight assists with three steals. <laughs> I mean, it was. Like it was only when we looked back at the at the box score that we kind of went, how'd that happen? Yeah, you know, it it was kind of mad. And Vooch was consistent as well, uh, but everybody else in the first half were pretty pretty below par. Yeah. Um, I thought P. Will coming off the bench um, was not like he was in game two, where he actually looked okay. In game three, yeah. coming off the bench, he looked like he got in his own head a bit. Maybe he'd been reading. What was going on in the media? I don't know, but um, he certainly didn't seem comfortable. Apart from that, then, uh, unless you've got something else to add, I'll go on to the Pog Hog Dogs. No. So the Pog, as you say, the player of the game, the bull of the game was Demar in the live votes. But having looked back over it again, I was inclined to switch to Javante. Yeah, and I'd actually gone Demar just purely because he was that close to a triple-double. and yeah. That was before Javante even checked in, I think. So, Well, that was the thing, you see. As we said, it was a game of two halves, and Javante took over where uh, DeMar sat down. Um, he was incredible Yeah. Um, in the second half once he stepped on. He completely transformed the performance. So that's why I, I switched it to Javante. Um, as far as the highlight of the game, I think we were definitely in agreement on this one. Uh, yeah. I think there's absolutely no question it's possibly going to be one of the, if not the, highlight play across the whole of the NBA for the preseason. And that is Javante's free throw dunk. I mean, right. it, it wasn't quite free throw, but it wasn't far <laughs> off. I mean, think Jordan in the slam dunk competition, but maybe a few inches further in, in a game. <laughs> It was just yeah. insane. And he took off from practically the baseline of, it, of yeah. his own end of the court and went coast to coast. Well, I say he went coast to coast, only he didn't really go coast to coast. He went coast to free throw line and then took off. Um, <laughs> it was stunning. And if anybody hasn't seen it, go back. It's everywhere. You'll yeah. get it, no problem, and, and watch must it. must have been living under a rock if you haven't seen it. It's just incredible. Breathtaking stuff. Um, and especially considering he's not the tallest guy out there, he's certainly not for the position he's playing. Yeah. Um, get him in a slam dunk competition. <laughs> so our dog for this one 
as you've already mentioned, um, was quite poor was DJJ from me. I think you're different to me on this one. Yeah, I know uh, you weren't with DJJ because you said he would just look lost. And... Yeah, yeah. You know, I think my joke at the time was um, he needs to get Google Maps because he looks lost. He was just <laughs> didn't look like he knew where to be on offense or defense. Yeah. Um, there were a few times, you know, if you paid attention to him, the ball would be whipping around um, on offense. The ball would be rip- whipping around the court and he was literally standing there like looking left and right as if to say, where do I go? Yeah, and I think we both sort of said at the time that he hadn't played a great deal in the previous two coming off no. the bench. No. So he maybe, hasn't. you know, obviously he was rusty, maybe a little bit rusty. and Yeah, because he looked better in game four. Yeah, and I mean, we saw what he can do last year. Yes. So it was just, that's why it was disappointing, I think. I think so. And, and when he had that opportunity to shine starting yeah. and, and just didn't, you know, it was a pity. Yeah. But yeah, I think my, you, went, you went with someone else, didn't you? Yeah, my dog was, um, it was just P. Will's performance. You know, it was, yeah, it just wasn't, that was probably the worst he's played in pre-season. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it is, it is pre-season. That's what we need to keep remembering, so. Yeah. I mean, I can't remember what his stat line was, but, he just every time he seemed to take the ball forward, he'd, he'd leave it. Yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I think he only got four points or something like that. I think. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, and yeah. and he couldn't he couldn't hold on to the ball either. It was like he had butterfingers every time he got an opportunity. He was driving, he was being a bit aggressive, but he just couldn't hold on to the ball. The ball was slipping and sliding all over the place. Yeah, maybe trying too hard. Maybe, maybe that's what it was. But yeah, I mean. I'm sure we'll talk about him a bit more in the the full recap. So uh, I know I've got a lot to say about it anyway. Yeah, 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 definitely. Now, obviously, we'll move on to the Bucks game. Um, what was that now? Wednesday morning, was it for us? It was. Um, now, just before I go into it, I just want to sort of let everybody know that although me and you speak pretty much every day in chats and stuff like that, yeah, I probably speak. To, I actually probably speak to you more than I do my wife. Um, <laughs> you know, she's not interested in bulls for a start. No, so exactly. No, no don't, point talking don't talk to her about. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't actually talk about the games as such. You know, we 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 kind of watch the games together because we're in the live live feeds and stuff that we put on. Yeah, but we don't discuss the games afterwards. So no. When we come to do these reviews, it is going to be a little bit of a the first time we've heard each other's opinions. That's true, actually. I've never really thought of that, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, so it just might make the Pog Dogs a little bit different, possibly, because yeah. we don't even discuss them before it. So no, just a little bit of an insight there for you. <laughs> but it keeps it interesting. I mean, it's no good if we're just sitting here like robots agreeing with everything all the time. I mean, a lot... Yeah. A lot of what we say we agree with, you know, as you, as you know, we often joke about get out of my head because I'll say something and you'll say something at the exact same time on a, on a yeah. text or in a feed or whatever. But, um, you know, it's good when we differ as well because that is, gives us two different angles on things. Yeah, exactly. And one thing that I didn't mention about the, the, the last episode that we lost is I was actually talking you off the ledge quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> 
which is a complete role reversal. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see after the book after we do this book's review now, as uh, if we did have different opinions on it. Yeah. 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 Obviously, it finished uh, 127, 104 in our favour. Um, the live thread bull of the game vote went to P. Will. Mm-hmm. Now, what people seem to have gone away from is the fact that it was essentially the Bucks G League team. You know, not yeah. even the second unit, probably the third unit and a few G League players. Yeah. They actually only used eight players on the night. That's wow. how small the rotations were as well. And, uh, yeah, and I don't um, think that's because they didn't have, uh, you know, that they had a load of options. I think it's because that was more or less all they had on the bench anyway. I mean, they might have had, what, maybe nine, ten max on the bench? Yeah. Um, I mean, I know they played the night after against Nets, well, last night, didn't they, against Nets? Um, yeah. Did the, I think they lost it, didn't they? I think so, I yeah. I think uh, Pull it up here, hang on. Okay, so went, you, keep, you keep talking. Yeah, so obviously they went... 0-4 for pre-season so but what I will say is credit to them because they just wouldn't go away in the no. match against us they just it was you know the fact that we still had the likes of Caruso um, Vooch uh, who else was there I can't remember now uh, you know a lot of players potentially from the starting lineup. obviously we did rest uh, Zach and Damar as well that's we'll say that. But there was players out there that we didn't want to be seeing out there in the third quarter. You know, Alex Caruso still out there taking charges it's deep into the third quarter in a completely meaningless Yeah. You know pre season game. But I don't know if Billy felt he had to keep him out there because we just it wasn't until late in the third we started to pick it up a little bit and pull away from him. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a, it, it was tough in that respect that, like you say, it didn't seem to matter because like, we it's not like the Bulls were playing poorly, um, but it just felt like the Bucks they weren't stopping. They just kept coming and coming and coming, and it felt like we should have had more of a lead because the Bulls looked better by a landslide, but yet the scoreline yeah. didn't seem to be reflecting it. But thankfully, it did eventually. Yeah, I mean, I wrote down, I wrote down two of the team stats, and it was the three points was Bucks took uh, scored sixteen of fifty one three point attempts, um, and we scored ten of thirty one. So that kind of tells you where the game was going. You know, they were just throwing it up, um, which is probably why it was so close. But if they'd uh, even halved the amount of attempts they were putting up, then we'd have been struggling. Um, and then rebounds, we completely out-rebounded them, 64 to 48. So them three-pointers that they were bricking, we were probably rebounding. Yeah, we we were um, we were rebounding well, and, and it, it worked out well for us in the end. Yeah, I mean, you can only play what's in front of you at the end of the day. And That's it. It, made it makes it a hard game to really review because I don't you know obviously Bucks certainly weren't taking it serious and the fact that we were resting Damar and Zach maybe we weren't taking it that serious until we realised that they just were going away yeah it's true so but yeah obviously the victory 
allowed us to finish three and one in pre-season or three for one in pre-season and like I say they've I think they've ended up finishing zero four I don't know if they've got any more to play like but you know and it is pre-season so but as we'll get into in our full review you know you, you still want to see them winning you do and and you know that's what they did I, I thought they you know we'll, we'll get into the full review anyway I won't say anything now but they yeah. they won they won three one so yeah but, just to answer your original question um, when my iPad decided to start working again um, one hundred and seven ninety seven is what the Bucks lost to the to the Nets yeah and I think they actually had pretty much a full team I know I've seen a few videos of Yanis going up against Ben Simmons and yeah Yanis played twenty four minutes um, Drew Holiday played twenty so yeah all the starters played. Yeah, Bobby Portis, Lopez. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just before we go on to our pog hog dogs for this, did you see that video of the Nets players? I don't know where they were or what they were doing. I've just seen it. It's like a ten-second video. No. Um, someone throws a ball to Simmons and he takes a shot and completely airballs it. They were oh. just like in an outdoor court. Yeah, Kyrie's yeah, yeah. there in street clothes. And it's as if KD's trying to give him a ball to say, you know, you are a basketball player. Yeah. And KD just doesn't look interested that much either. Do you know what I mean? And it's just like, hopefully, for Bulls, that's how it's going to be with Nets all the time. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're just not going to get that thing between them three players. That, that There's no cohesion there. There's, no. It, it, you know, it's like the, the three alphas experiment. The only yeah. time... The only time I've really ever seen that work, apart from when we, well, I don't know whether you'd really class uh, Dennis as an alpha, but was the <laughs> Dennis Pippin and um, and Jordan, and yeah. of course the the Heatles. Mm. You know, it's the only time I've seen the three alphas work really. Yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, that was just a little coming to my head then when we were talking about nets. Well, but the, the only thing I will say about that. <laughs> that I'm impressed about is Simmons actually shot it. Mm. That's well, if you can, it may not have gone in, but he shot it. Yeah. I think my nine year old would have probably had a better attempt than that. (laughs) (laughs) But but yeah, I'll, uh, talking about throwing bricks, I'll throw this one to you for the pog hog dog. Yeah. Okay. So, um, as you said, we, uh, we gave the player of the game, the pog to, to P will complete bounce back game he got five dunks so that will show you the aggression he was playing with um still managed to get up one of his uh sexy rainbow threes um but uh he took his shots and even though he was missing he was one of five from three uh in 32 minutes played but he still kept putting them up which normally you know when he's not hitting them he starts kind of passing it out instead of going for the shots even when he's wide open so he definitely played differently uh, got 22 points for a finish, five rebounds and five assists. Um, yeah. So, you know, he yeah, got it. I don't know if you've changed from your feeling on that. No. Um, I mean, I sort of said he was going to be before it in our predictions in our Facebook group. So, yeah. I did kind of feel like going against it. I know, obviously, you kind of pushing for it in the live thread yeah I'd sort of said about Caruso and 
I think Drummond and Vooch were very high up on the definitely on, on the list. I mean, it was a great performance. Yeah, but then you have to take into account the opposition. So, yeah, of course. You know, we, obviously, in the end, we went with P. Well, we both went decided with P. Will because it's how we want to see him play. Yeah, but yeah. it's disappointing that it has to come against that level of opposition. Well, the bigger question for me on it uh, would be not so much the opposition. My big question would be: Would he have played like that if Zach and Demar were playing? Yeah. And this is all stuff I've got sort of prepped to talk about when we come on to them in a bit. Okay, well, I won't step on your toes then, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so on to the highlight of the game then, the hog. Um, now, we haven't discussed this at all, so I'm going to tell you what I have down as my two options and, and you tell me what you've got and we can decide now. Um, yep. So, first one I have down is the... Uh, the Drummond block, which led to a drag, a Dragic um, push out, pass it to AC, who gave the little swift dish behind the back to back to Dragic, who got in the um, the finish. It was a lovely yeah. play from one end to the other end of the court, and it all yeah. started from Andre Drummond with his ring protection, which which was the one thing that we said we hadn't improved, but maybe maybe we have and we didn't realise it. The second one I had down was the uh, the Vooch quarterback quarterback pass to P. Will for the slam, which um, has done the rounds on social media quite a bit. Yeah, the one I actually went with was the first one, the uh, drum and block. Yeah. I think when I was sharing the video, I was sharing it around as like Showtime Bulls are back, and yes, you know you, it wouldn't have looked out of place with Lonzo being involved in any of that or Zach or whatever but like yeah. you say it started from that Drummond block yes. and that's exactly what we wanted to see so yeah. that's part of the reason why I went with it yeah defence to offence bang bang yeah beautiful yeah yep. Well, so we'll go with that as our hog and then uh, for the dog um, the disappointment of the game the first thing I'd kind of had written down as, as an idea was um, not resting Vooch enough I thought that they had the opportunity and, and even AC to, to rest them um, and it wasn't done basically because they didn't go away I think if, if the Bucks had been kind of defeated sooner as it were they may have got rest sooner yeah um, so what I've kind of got as my main dog was Marco again Um <laughs> The only impressive thing about it in his four minutes on the court was that he did put up a stat and that was one free throw. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, did he turn it over as well? Yeah, he did. Oh, actually, the turnover wasn't listed on the box score. I can't remember. He did. I can't remember. He'd come on and he did something. And cause yeah. we, I remember we were laughing about it in the live thread. Yeah. But, yeah, he did. It, it was almost as soon as he walked on the court, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So that, that actually wasn't recorded on the box score. All right. So he actually got two, he got two things that they're not one. <laughs> so I don't know if you've got anything different for that. Yeah, well, as we just said, you know, we've not discussed any of this, but we're often in each other's heads. And yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll read out how, how, how I wrote it down. And my disappointment of the game is the fact we needed so many key players to put it to bed. Yeah. 
<laughs> so there you go. Uh, yeah, that just goes to show that we we are on the same page a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. So you know, we'll, we'll select that then as soon as that's the, the one that we both agreed on. Yeah. The Call with Tim Sinclair is brought to you by Stump, the new app for iOS and Android that allows anyone to create an instant social podcast. Whether by yourself or with friends, Stump lets you connect, record, and instantly share your conversations with the world. Talk about anything with anyone and share it with everyone. It's the social network solely for audio. Download the free app from the App Store or Google Play. Or learn more at GetStump.com. Stump, your voice has a place. Yeah, obviously that's the, the end of the game reviews and we're going to sort of review pre-season as a whole or yep. a little bit now. Uh, I'll start it with obviously the sort of a, a team review. I don't know um, if you're going to have the same opinions as me or what, but I guess I'll start with the negatives and I'll finish with the positives so that, well, we finish on a positive on it, basically. Sounds good. So, obviously, the negatives, you know, obviously we lost the first game to Pelicans and, you know, before anyone sort of tries saying anything, I am aware it is just pre-season. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't put a lot of stock into pre-season, but I do enjoy pre-season because it gives us a chance to see if we've improved on anything from last year, if we've, you know, what different players we're going to maybe try and run. And obviously the big question at the start was who gets the starting role at point guard, which obviously we've now since found out is going to be IOS, which we kind of knew anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously it has led to a few more questions and that's the joys of pre-season. So the negatives i sort of found where to start with it seems as if nothing had changed I know yeah. we're going for this continuity but <laughs> you know we, we're, we're just not closing out on the three as well as we could do yeah um, didn't seem to be hitting the three as much either which that did sort of change as pre-season went on it did Um. A lot of the time, we're, we're still coming out flat, which is something I want to talk about when we get into the players. You know, a lot of the time last year, we, you know, we're coming out, and as we did against Pelicans, we were 6-0 down before we knew it. Yeah. Early BD and, time out. Yeah. And then it was the same against Raptors, and even against Bucks, I think we were struggling from the word go just to stop them, essentially. Mm. And then that leads into the defensive intensity just seems to not be there a lot of the times and then all of a sudden we do turn it on whether it's because we've put somebody else in or whatever but yeah I mean I say that I class them as negatives but I, it didn't look as bad as last year in in that sense areas and, for improvement yeah and I think they have slightly improved on it from last year. Um, no, they certainly know what they're supposed to be doing. That's one thing. You know, if we don't see any change in, say, the first five regular season games, then that's when it will become a bit more of a concern for me, I think, where I will see nothing has changed. 
Yeah. You know, it's, it's pre-season. You don't know how much effort everyone's putting in. You don't know how much effort the opposition are putting in. Yeah. You know, when Nuggets were resting Joker, for example, do you know what I mean? It completely changes the dynamic of the game, same as books. You know, so a few of the positives I sort of men, uh, noticed was ball movement was a lot better. It wasn't sticking in DeMar's hands as much. You know, the yep. fact that we've said we didn't even realise DeMar was putting up 20-odd points. It just goes to show that it wasn't sticking in his hands unless no. we, we needed it to. Well, he wasn't carrying the ball down as much, you know, because Io was. Yeah. Um, so I mean, he, he had to get the pass in order to go into the isolation plays, whereas before he was dribbling the ball down and going straight into ISO. Yeah. Because there was nothing there was nothing else there. Yeah. And... Um, I mean, I'm trying not to touch on the players until we, we break the players down, but Ayo's another positive. I mm-hmm. think he's obviously he's come out and he's said that he's been asking Zoel quite a bit about how to be a starting point guard. And he was solid, I thought, through pre-season. He was yep. certainly got better towards the end of it as well, as he's yep. maybe settled into the role a bit better. Um, And I think, just the the general improvement of certain players, um, from mainly from last season, but even from game one of preseason, we saw them start growing into the roles a bit better. Yeah, you know, we were we were completely out on Drummond and Dragic after the Pelicans game, but we were disappointed. And then come the last one, you know, Dragic is just appearing in highlights of the game and. You know, Drummond's in talks for our bull of the game. Do you know what I mean? So, but obviously, the performance of players like Vooch and Javante and stuff like that were massive highlight and positives for me as well. Definitely. So, I mean, I don't know if there's anything you've noticed that I haven't mentioned or you want to um, add into it. Just the general notes I've made about the actual team game as opposed to a breakdown of players is. I just felt that as the games went on, each game looked progressively better. Yeah. Do you know, so there was progression made from game to game as a, as a general, as a team. Um, and I thought that the bench players looked a lot uh, better than they did last year, which kind of it gives us hope that we'll have a bit of a deeper bench this season, uh, apart yeah. from Marco. And... <laughs> And uh, that part of our problem last year was that um, when players went down and were injured, anything decent or half-decent that we had on the bench ended up in the starting five and then there was nothing left that was of any level of quality. Whereas at the moment, like Kobe's playing a lot better by the looks of things and, um, you know, whether it's Javante or Pat that's sitting on the bench, you know, they're a great, great player, either one of them to pull off the bench and play. And we just have that little bit more depth. Obviously, AC is there. And it just it just looks better. Yeah. Do you know? Um, you've already mentioned, I, I'd put down JFL had gone, but you've already mentioned that. Um, and then the only other thing that I was going to talk about was the, the uh, that uh, spot, that final spot. Who do you think it will go to after watching the games of preseason? You've got Hill, Costas, and... Carlick Jones now that JFL is gone yeah um, 
I think we've sort of said it after the um, Pelicans game that do a bit of a two-way watch. And yeah. to me, it's a no-brainer. Malcolm Hill gets it. Yeah, I agree with you completely. I, I think yeah. Costas was not really much on when he was on the court. And Carlick Jones played okay in the first game. He got a few minutes. Apart from that, he got very little else. Um, so I think that kind of decision has already been made. Yeah, and obviously it was against Bucks when Malcolm Hill just sort of stepped on the court and dropped a three just like that and then yeah. pretty much walked off again. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, that's what he does bring. And I think another positive really to take is the fact that hopefully now Bulls fans won't be wanting Costas to be signed. Yeah, I know everybody <laughs> is kind of enamoured with the idea of if we have Costas, we'll get Yanis. But I mean, yeah, you, you, that's not a reason to have him <laughs> have him on the team, you know. No. We we need someone there who's going to make a difference for us, even if they are at the very depth of the bench. We uh, we still need yeah. players we can rely on and, and trust. Yeah, and I think maybe we might stick around at Windy City, but... Maybe. I think there's a reason why he's on his, what are we, his fourth NBA team, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's not lasted more than a year at any of them, so... Yeah. yeah, I mean, like you just said, it was a that was one question, and before coming into preseason, the question was who's starting at the one, which, yeah. like I've said, we now know is Io. Now that's going around that I don't think anybody expected is who starts at the four. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is where I've got a bit of a. A hot take that I haven't told you yet, but I'll I'll throw it to you first. See what answer you give. Okay. So who would you start at the four? I, as much as it pains me, would start Javante. Mm. For now, for now. But I think, yeah. I think as the season progresses, um, and potentially even as far as us getting Lonzo back, hopefully around the All-Star break, it will be Javante's until then. And then Pat comes back in the start. Yeah. yeah and obviously in our last episode, I did sort of, I was talking to you off the ledge about P-Will, weren't I? After you were. You kind of pushed me off the fence in his favour, so... <laughs> Well, I've, um, I've been such a stand for for P. Will, like all the way through, and I was just so knocked by how poor he was in uh, Game Three. Yeah, um, and but he bounced back. Yeah, and one of the things I did say to you the other night was, I feel he can't be in the same starting lineup as Ayo. Yeah just purely because we're trying to develop two young players at the same time that are trying to find what their actual role is and obviously Ayo now knows that and he's working on it and what have you. so as the season goes on that may change um, however I think P will be better with Lonzo along, like in the starting lineup, which is why it kind of makes sense that he's better in the second unit because he's 
he's kind of controlling things a little bit more. He's not in Zach and Demar's hands, and he's got Goran there to be the like the floor general. Mm-hmm. But my sort of answer to the question is, I think a lot depends on the line uh, the matchup. And what I mean by that is, say if I'll use books for it as an example, and I think Bulls fans need to kind of work out what they actually want to see from P-Will in certain games. So if he lines up against books, his chances are he goes up against Yanis. Yeah. Now, for me, he's the better option to go up against Yanis than Javante. As much as I love Javante, it just gives away too much size against someone like Yanis. And if we if we put in a, went up against Bucks, P Will was starting and we come away with a hundred and ten, hundred and nine victory and P Will put up four points, one assist, uh one steal and maybe two blocks, people would say he'd had a bad game. But if he restricted Yanis to 22 points and just basically defends, you know, you don't have to put up the stats to be a defensive nuisance. No. Disrupt look the at, players. Look at AC. AC's the same. You big frame in the way of him, just stop him getting to the rim or whatever, alter his shot slightly, whatever. That sort of stuff doesn't highlight on the box score. And... He could well be the player of the game with a shocking stat line, just mm-hmm. purely from stopping Yanis. Yeah, uh, I mean yeah. nobody stops Yanis. We're not saying I'm not saying no, that. You just slow him down. You can't stop him. Yeah, and then you've got to hope that everyone else stops the rest of the team. Right. Um, so then, on the flip side of that, you go against say OKC. Well, I, don't, I mean, I don't know even know who their four is, but he then maybe doesn't have to be as intense on the defence, which could open him up to handle the ball a little bit more, throw them three, you know, and plus he's not been guarded by Yanis. He's been guarded by whoever, whoever they've got. So the chances are he's going to put up a much better looking stat line. So I think, but then at the same time, you wouldn't be bothered if he went against OKC's second unit and absolutely dominated them and give Javante just chance to do what Javante does against lesser opposition. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously the short answer is I think it depends on the the opposition. Um, you know, obviously first game up, we've got Heat. I think Vooch needs P-Will's help in a game like that without P. Will standing out in any way because obviously he's, got, he's going to be going up against Bam, isn't he? Vooch, mm-hmm. I guess. And obviously we saw last year how Vooch just got destroyed by Bam and then doing Deadman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Deadman which didn't look bad. Yeah. And the reason was P. Will wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'd, I'd take it game by game to be honest. That's, that's how I'd, I'd run it. Okay, so it's rotational depending on um, who we're playing against. Yeah, and then it probably changes again when Lonzo comes back. (laughs) 
Yeah, I, I think at that point then um, it'll be P will regardless of the opposition. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we're going to sort of play a thing yeah. before we, we finish it off. No, okay. I think the easiest way to do is start with the projected starting lineup. And Perfect. we'll start with Ayo. Um, you know, obviously he's worked his way into, I think the, the plan maybe always, would have always been to start him anyway. Um, and he's, he's got better as pre-season's gone on. He's, his shots definitely looks to have improved. Obviously he looks bigger. He's certainly playing bigger. You know, he's going through contact a lot better now, I think. Um, and I, I haven't got any of his stats in front of me, but from what I can remember, they've all been around about the same and they've been a bit Lonzo-esque, a little bit of everything. Yeah. Putting up maybe 10 to 15 points, a um, couple of assists or a few assists, a couple of steals. You know, it's just what you want from your, your starting point guard, I think. And, you know, I'm, I sort of said that I wanted him to be it and he's got it. So, yeah. Yeah, we'd, we'd kind of said that we hoped it would be Io, um, but we weren't sure whether he would get it ahead of AC. And I'm glad he did. And I'm glad that he actually proved that he could do it. Yeah. So... I mean, I don't know if you want to grade the players like we did the other night. Yeah, we could do. From... Um, I'd give uh, I'd give Io a steady B B plus, I think. Yeah, I think that's where I was sort of sitting with him, um, just because of what I've just said. He's done what we wanted him to to do, basically. Yep, he sure has. So yeah, if we move on to well, go through the players. Obviously, Zach. Now, I find it a little bit difficult to sort of grade Zach in any sort of way because what we've seen hasn't been Zach. No. Um, you know, you can tell he's ramping up. He's, I mean, he was playing less minutes than the rest of the starters for for one thing, and then obviously didn't play against Bucks, which. If he did, he'd probably expected to see him absolutely destroy the game. Um, you know, obviously, he has said that his pre-season has been, or his off-season has been, about more about rehab and strengthening that knee back up. And he's not done a lot of five-on-five, five, so you know, I mean, his his stats haven't looked great. But the one thing that stood out to me was the amount of turnovers he was doing. And that is something that we definitely need to see change as the season progresses. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, you know, we don't know how how fit he is, how healthy he is. and I mean, my grade for him, I, just, I think I'm just going to class it as ungradable. Not as a knock to Zach, but just because I don't think five games into the season, that's the Zach we're going to see. No, I don't either. I don't think that's the Zach we're going to see one game into the season, to be honest. Well, I hope so. <laughs> I, I think he was being cautious himself. Um, he looked rusty. Uh, his shot looked smooth. 
but he just wasn't taking that many of them and he certainly wasn't driving that much. So I think that he steps it back up again for game one. Yeah. I'd take that. <laughs> yeah. But I agree, yeah. it's, it's not really gradable. No, it's... And it, like I say, it's not a knock on Zach, it's just it's pre-season at the end of the day. It's just a little bit of fun for us to do, so... Yeah. Um. Obviously, move on to Demar. Now, he's been one of my top three for pre-season. And... I haven't even noticed him, to be fair, a lot of the time. <laughs> As we've just spoke about, you know, he's just quietly gone about his business. He's he just seems to decide when he wants to get fouled as well. He you does. Know, he's just like, oh, I ain't had a free throw for a while. I'll just, you know, get a foul on this one. I think and have a trip to the lines. <laughs> pump, pump the ball a few times. Yeah, and um, yeah, and. Um, Obviously, I think the most he's played is around about 25 minutes and he's yeah. put up 20-plus points in every game. I think he's actually looked a little bit better on defensive end as well. He's sort of getting in the lanes a little bit more and, I mean, it's Damar, in it? We've said we don't particularly want him to have a season like he did last year, but if he does, then something's gone wrong somewhere for Bulls and... We'd be quite happy if he does it as well as everybody else having a good season. Well, that's the thing is if if he does do it and everybody else is playing better, well then that changes an, an awful lot of people's outlooks on how the season finishes. I think. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, what grade would you give him for pre-season? Oh, God, I'd probably go A minus. Yeah. I'd, I'd maybe not quite an A A plus, but yeah, I think yeah, you know it's hard to see when you, if you just think if he was putting up thirty plus minutes, what would his scores have been? Do you know what I mean? It's just yeah, I know. But yeah, uh, if we move on to the four, obviously, a bit hard to judge who who is the four. Um, so I think we'll just do P. Will and Javonte at the same time so P. Will yeah. um, well P. Will I'm going to say that after a little wobble he's back to being my guy I'm going to say um, I don't know I don't want to be out on him because it is only pre-season and like I said I think a lot depends on his the matchup he's got and I was disappointed in the fact that his the performance he had against Bucks kit had to come against that level of opposition. So yeah. I, I don't want to say I'm starting to climb the fence again, but I'm certainly standing at the bottom of the fence. Um, okay. I'm not out on him and I'm not completely in on him, I don't think. Well, I just um, think that he needed that kind of uh, performance against that kind of a team to remind himself that he can do this and get out of his own head a little bit. And it would be handier if he had another game like that, even to kind of just build that confidence a little bit so he can carry that forward against better opposition. Yeah. I mean, I think the reason why everyone's so up and down with him is because he's so up and down. 
You yeah. know what I mean? It just we come into the season and you think, right, he's gonna be the starting four. He's you know, he's gonna dominate in pre season because that's what we want to see from him. And then he doesn't. And it's mm. like, why? And then he does against the Fox G League team. And it's just like the uh, yeah, I mean hopefully come twenty games in, I'll say, he is starting to look like the P will that we wanna see. And then you can step away from the fence. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I mean, I, I was putting a few things out on the socials when um, obviously Javante got the start and then coming against the Raptors and it was basically on the lines of Javante is the P-Will we want to see. And the amount of people that were all over it sort of saying, you know, I, I think a lot of it's just trolling and stuff like that, but, you know, the people just don't seem to be getting behind or didn't seem to be getting behind Javante to start with. Um because they were that far behind P. Will. And I think towards the end, that changed. Yeah. People are now pushing for Javante to get the start and P. Will to be on the bench. So. But you know what? It's okay to like both of them. <laughs> yeah. Do you know? Uh, and I don't know why... And I know, you're right, it's happening, it's out there. And I don't understand why people feel like they have to choose between them. You know, they're both bulls. They're both players for us, whether they're yeah. coming off the bench or whether they're starting. It doesn't make any difference. What we want to see is we want to see them both do great and both be fantastic and make it a challenge for Billy and, and, and AK and Eversley to decide who needs to be in the starting role. That's what yeah. we want. Yeah, and I mean, I said I mentioned to you the other night that through his college career, he was sixth man, wasn't he, coming off the bench? Mm, he was. But how... How can people expect him to go from that to this superstar starting player that's putting up however many points a night and defending the best guy on their team and stuff like that when he's used to coming off the bench against second second units himself? Yeah, but it's because uh, of the expectations that are put on him as a fourth pick. That's why. Yeah. And then another thing is like, he come out and said, you know, he doesn't see it as a demotion. And obviously Billy said it wanted a demotion. Him going down to the bench, it was a chance to do other things. And he didn't shrug it off as such, but that's how people have portrayed what he actually said. Yeah. But then when Javante's come and said, I don't care whether I start or come off the bench, it's a team effort. I do what I'm asked to do. People yeah. praise that. And it's yeah. like, so why can Javante say it, but P-Will can't? You know, it's... Yeah, yeah. so... I mean, what would you grade P. Will? Uh, C minus. Yeah, I'd, I'm sitting about the same, to be fair. Yeah. I'm a little bit disappointed with how preseason went for him, but I think there is a lot of positives still to take as well. There is. I think so too. I think so too. I mean, in terms of um, obviously Javante's preseason. Mm-hmm. It's just been unreal. <laughs> yeah, you know, even as one of his biggest fans, he's taken me by surprise with it all, and yeah. I'm definitely here for it. You know, we, we've always said he's a highlight reel, and that's exactly what he's done. His three points seems to have got 
better. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I think a lot of the time he's the reason why we don't come out flat because you can't come out flat when he's in the starting lineup. I know yeah. at a time last year we did, but I think that was when other players were in and out of the lineup. It just kind of affects the momentum of it all. But even when that was happening, Javante would still do something electric. Yeah. Do you know, um, he would be the, the highlight reel in the middle of, uh, you know, a flat sea, an empty ocean doing nothing. Then all of a sudden he jumps out of out the air, out of the water into the air like a shark. Do you know, he was, <laughs> he, he was the one thing that lifted and he done it all pre-season, all pre-season. Long. Yeah. yeah, even in the books game, it kind of changed slightly when he come on because I think we were maybe down six something like that and then all of a sudden we was up four and it was just and a lot of the time it's without him actually touching the ball yeah that's what impresses me the most with him is his movement off the ball it just completely disrupts their defence it does he's Um, a slasher and and he draws the defence because they know full well that he can cause disruption when he has the ball so they have to go with him and then he's creating space for somebody else to do something. Yeah. And the fact that if he can make his three-point thing a bit more of a... You know, we, we always said you get that standard Javante Green three in mm. a game. Well, he upped that a little bit now. And if he can be as consistent as that, then he's going to be a dangerous player. He is. A very dangerous player. And... Um, There's not really an area to his game apart from maybe that three-point, which seems to have improved as we say it's pre-season it's hard to, it's hard to definitely put a judgement on it but it seems to have improved he he fills the stats everywhere there's not one area of his game now that's that's weak yeah. that's tough to defend against <laughs> especially when he's surrounded by Zach Vooch and uh, DeMar yeah and like I say I mean obviously everyone knows how big a fan of him I am so I'm definitely here for it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I think a lot yeah, more I mean, people are, are here right with you now than there were before. Yeah, I've definitely noticed that on the socials, in, in yeah. particular Twitter, like how much love there is for him now. And yeah, obviously it's a like, contract year for him as well. So It, it is. And yeah. pay the man. Pay the man. I know there's everyone out there going, give him his Mac. Cause, like, he's not going to get a Mac deal, but <laughs> pay the man. Pay him well yeah. and keep him here. Do you know? Um, I mean... Just he, he, just no, he just got no recognition or love last year. I, I throw a silly, a silly thing at you now, but you know, I, I, myself, I collect training cards, uh, basketball training cards. A lot of people out there do, but um, you can't get a Javante Green, Chicago Bulls, or even Boston Celtics trading card. You just can't yeah. get one because he was he wasn't given that respect or that level of interest. So I yeah. can't wait for the first Javante Green trading card to get released because I'm going to be all over it. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, realistically, like, I can't see it continuing into the season in terms of his shooting and the amount of points he's putting up. But, you know, if he does end up dropping back to the bench and he's coming in with 10 points a game and the defensive sort of stats that he puts up and just being himself, then I think that's enough to to get him a new contract with us. Yeah, definitely. I mean, what grade would you give him? A. Yeah, I, I'm, I'll go with that. 
Yeah. I think everyone's always got room for improvement, so... I mean, there uh, may there may be, may be one game I give him an A plus, but um, across the whole preseason, A. Yeah, um, I'd say I'd agree with that. Yeah, and um, we'll finish the starters obviously with Vooch. Yep. Um, you know, we said the other night as well that we kind of felt Vooch was the best player during the playoffs. Yep. And it seems to have continued, obviously. I've heard he stayed in Chicago, or in America at least, um, throughout the off-season because he wanted to work on what he felt was his disappointments last year. Um, it's also a contract year for him. Yeah. And the way <laughs> Great things motivator. Are going, yeah. The way things are going, he's going to get it sooner rather than later, I think. Yeah, I think um, so. I mean... Can I just ask one quick question before we go any further? Um, yeah. And that is, uh, Vooch Haders, where you at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I mean, we've been very up and down with him as ourselves, do you know what I mean? And I'll admit yeah, that. Yeah, but we, we've been never shouting for his blood. I mean, the only thing we've been saying consistently all last season was how frustrating he was. But yeah, we've we've also said that there's no like show me a better option than Vooch out there at that position. There isn't one. No, not not available anyway. Yeah. Do you know exactly? So yeah, I mean, it was always a case that we we were always behind keeping him, um, never behind getting rid of him. I just the only thing we were shouting at him was to stop shooting the threes and play the inside outside game. So go inside. Make passes outside if the if the shot's not on. Realize you're a big guy, and then when you're feeling it and the confidence is up, then pop a few threes. Yeah, uh, and which is exactly yeah. what he's done during preseason. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't got any stats in front of me, but I think he's only been putting up about four a game. Yeah, Something and he's like been that. shooting well. He's been shooting them well because yeah. he hasn't been starting from range. He's been starting in deep and working back out to the to the arc. Yeah, and. Defensively, he looks to have improved. You know, he's got Definitely. very active hands at the minute defensively, yeah. and I think he's just realised how big he is. Yeah. Which, as that isn't as big as he was last year. Looking at him, it looks like he's slimmed down a little bit. Yeah, which is making him possibly a bit more mobile. It is you know, still, still him... not helping him jump higher than a phone book, but he's moving around <laughs> the court better. Yeah. The. Uh, I mean, obviously, speed things up a little bit. Now, what sort of, what grade would you give him? Uh, I think across the whole of preseason, I'd give him an A minus. Yeah, um, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go an A. I think again, cool. everyone's got room for improvement. He hasn't been getting the double doubles for a start, so that needs to step up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he was off by like one or two. Yeah, um, but it's rebounds still not a or something. But... <laughs> He's got it's a share room... with Andre now, doesn't he? Well, there's still room for that hate to creep back in now, isn't there? So if you're not <laughs> yeah. getting them double doubles, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's what we signed him up for. He was a double double machine. He's not getting his double doubles. Come on. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, we'll I think quickly run through some of the highlighted from the bench players. Um, We'll start with the new the new players, the new guys, Goran yep. and Dre. 
as I said in the, the sort of review before that we were the Pelicans game and now I mean they've, they've obviously got that little bit of chemistry there between them two already and you can they see do. that on the court you know yeah. obviously they were teammates last year so and I think they've now realised how to put that into a Bulls uniform yep you know Goran I think is going to get used a little bit more sporadically throughout the season you know some games we'll see him get close to that 20 minutes and other games I think we'll see him get five yeah I think so too you know and I think as long as he's happy with that you know I mean we've included him in a couple of the highlight plays you know the obviously the one against Bucks where he got on the end of that obviously where he brought it up and then got on the end of Caruso's pass to him and yep. you know and yeah I mean overall I'd grade Goran probably a B minus okay I wouldn't go quite that high I'd give him a solid C yeah I think I mean the reason why I went that sort of high is just purely because of how we turned it around after that Pelicans game yeah, he was very disappointing in that game. Yeah, um, but uh, he certainly improved um, as he went along, for sure. Yeah, and then on to Drummond. I mean, he, he's definitely one that's got better as the games have gone on. And yeah. I've even seen people going around say on the social saying that they'd start him over Vooch and stuff like that. Yeah, that, obviously. <laughs> no. We saw him drop them three threes against Raptors, which shocked. Everybody, probably even himself. Yeah, we never did. We even mention that earlier on. I don't think we did. No, I think we did Drummond. when we watched the episode. But yeah, yeah three, three for three from three <laughs> by three. <laughs> yeah, and um, I mean, obviously, we've just both said it was a highlight of the or part of the highlight with that block and stuff like that. Yeah. Again, he looks a little bit slimmed down. Yeah, and. Um, the one thing I will say is that he seems to be enjoying himself in Chicago. Very much so. Very you much. Know, he, he's got a smile on his face and, you know, because he could have come in as that sort of veteran sort of head that I don't want to be here. You know, yeah. I'm still capable of being a starter and more so he could have come in a bit like Tristan Thompson shouting his mouth off, which all right, he did with that want to be the greatest rebounder and all that sort of stuff. But, he's not gone about things the same way that Tristan Thompson did. Nice. You kind of feel confident when he steps on the court as well now, not that he's just going to stand on the sidelines shouting at Kobe <laughs> or whatever, and then not doing anything. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. No, he looks to be a good signing. Um, I'm very pleased with him so far and get him in the three point contest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, grade wise, I'd give him a B. Um, just purely because of how he's improved and he's shown different sides to his game that he has. I don't think anybody expected. Definitely. I mean, I thought he was just going to be a rebounder and nothing else, but um, no, he's he's got other facets to his game. Yeah. So what would you agree? Yeah, in? no, I agree completely. I'd give him a B. Yeah. Um, just trying to think who else is on the bench now. Kobe. Kobe. He was a he, big one that we actually highlighted when we did a bit of a deeper dive on the Nuggets game, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I'd mentioned 
on previous pods that I was barely hanging on about Kobe. You know, I was on my fingertips like that cat hanging from the branch. But I have to say now, I'm not fully back in, but I might have a bit of a tighter grip on that branch now than I had before. Yeah, I mean, in our predictions, I had him down as our most improved player for this year. Yeah, and you could end up being right. Yeah, I mean, obviously we didn't see him in the Pelicans game because he left with that uh, thigh contusion or whatever it was after two minutes. Yeah. Then again, Nuggets. Yeah, that was a game I I picked him as highlight. I thought he was just... What it, it, the thing I've always said with Kobe is it's consistency, and he did drop a little bit against Raptors, I think, and then mm-hmm. he got, sort of brought it back a little bit against obviously Bucks G League team. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I've noticed with him is he's a lot better defensively, and in the past, if he hasn't been scoring, he might as well not be on the court. Yeah. Whereas now. If he's not scoring, he's not getting in his head and he's forgetting about it. Whereas in the past, I think he's gone, oh, I missed that shot, I need to do this and put too much effort in. Mm-hmm. Whereas now he's just, he's just getting involved in the next play, whether it's defensive or obviously an offensive play again. And, yeah. you know, his shot still hasn't been fantastic in pre-season. Again, like I just said, if it's not falling, he'll do something else now. Yeah. And Which is what we need from him. And that's how he'll get himself back into a rhythm as well. Yeah. And I think the reason we're highlighting him against Nuggets is because of his stat line. And I think he ended up with something like 15 points and a couple of dimes and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. coming off the bench, if he does that, then we makes that bench unit very, very dangerous. It does. So, grade-wise, I'd give him, I'm going to say B+, plus, I think. Wow. Just purely because I want him to be the most improved player, just so I can <laughs> brag about that at the end of the year. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I'm, I'm not that high on him just yet. Um, I did think he had a, a pretty good preseason, but um, still not what I want to see from him just yet. So I would grade him C+. See, this is what I mean about how we differ. We're in each, we're in each other's heads all the time, but... Yeah. We do differ from time to time. We're not going to argue about it, but... <laughs> no, um, not on air anyway. <laughs> yeah. It might be the braid. That might be what I'm getting appealed by. <laughs> um, Just trying to think down the... The roster, I don't know if there's anyone else that's really worth highlighting, to be fair. Not in depth, anyway. Well, AC, maybe, Dale and Terry. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> this is where I should be writing it all down. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, th- I don't know why I keep forgetting about AC. I've done it on previous episodes as well, and I don't know why, because I absolutely love him. Yeah, and he's playing well. Yeah, and I think that might be why I forget about him because in the same way with DeMar, he's just out there doing his thing and I think I've been looking elsewhere in pre-season to see what everyone else is doing. I think that's the big thing with it. I've been wanting to see what Kobe's doing, what Drummond was going to do, what Vooch was going to do, do you know what I mean? So 
kind of took my focus away from someone like AC. But yeah, I mean, I, I was calling him for, to be the player of the game against Bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, and majority of highlight players that we've spoke about have involved AC. Yeah, a lot of them have. Which a lot of them have. It's weird when I keep forgetting about him. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll put it down to old age. Oh, don't start. I've years on you. <laughs> but, no, I mean, we know what we're going to get with him and we probably didn't really want to see it in pre-season. That's the thing. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's true. You don't want to see him taking a charge in the third period of... Uh, third quarter of a meaningless done game really yeah you know it it actually looked like he took a forearm to the face when it happened as well which (laughs) that that was on first view when I first saw it you know what I mean I thought you know and then that that's where his niggly little injuries come in isn't it and it is I mean he puts his body on the line it's the way he plays you know, and he's been diving around for loose balls, which he even said to himself he's got to stop doing until yeah, the playoff. I, how do you stop yourself <laughs> from doing that? That's built. That's built into him in such yeah. a way that you can't. You, you look back on it and go, "Oh shit, maybe I shouldn't have done that." But at the time, you're just in the zone. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, quick grade on him. I'm going to go, despite the fact I completely forgot about him. <laughs> a minus. <laughs> I, I give him a B plus. Yeah, I think he's been brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, again, I don't know how I forgot about him, but Dale and Terry. I was, I was, you know, shouting his name from the rooftops before preseason. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's as we've started sort of saying now. He's like an instant caffeine hit, isn't he? Yeah, he's just yeah. you put him on the court and. He's like a naughty little kid running around into everything <laughs> and doing it with a smile on his face. And you can tell he's just loving the fact that he's on an NBA court. Oh, loving life. And not just on an NBA court. I think he's really happy about where he's playing too. Yeah. And I don't think we're going to see a lot of minutes to start with from him. Not necessarily. But... I, I hope they build him up a bit um, in Windy City, keep him playing keep his minutes up that way and then um, bring him up to the yeah. to the main roster when, as and when. I mean, I, I'm not worried about him just plugging him in, in not even garbage time, just before garbage time, do you know what I mean? Just Yeah. I think Javante is your initial spark plug. Then if it goes flat again, you plug Dylan in and it reignites everything again. And Yeah. You know, if somebody sort of isn't playing that well, I think the fact that he can play pretty much anywhere, one to definitely one to three, and yeah. I think people have said that AK sees him potentially as a four in the future, which definitely got to put on some size to do that. But he does; he'll get flattened. Yeah, you know, um, I think he will get more minutes than expected. The, I hope so because I, th- I think he'll I think he'll do well. You know, like I've I've said previously about him, uh, I think it was even before preseason. He he strikes me as the kind of guy, and, and he's proved that now over the last four games as well. If he yeah. gets an opportunity, he's going to take it. Yeah, 
you know, he's not going to duck out or maybe have a bad, a bad few minutes or a bad game. He's just going to put it all out there. Every yeah. opportunity he gets. Much yeah, like, um, much like Javante does. I think as well, we kind of need him there to pump up P. Will a little bit. Yeah. Them two seem to have, obviously P. Will was working out with them uh, before Summer League, wasn't he? Yes, he was, yeah. And they said about how they were going at each other and they seem to have struck up a good, good bond. I've noticed it a few times on, you know, when the cameras have panned around and stuff like that, they're talking to each other and they're, you can kind of see Dylan, you know, hitting his chest a little bit and mm. lighting Pump. that fire in P Will a little bit more. So pumping it, pumping him up a bit. Like. Yeah. So I mean, even if that's all he does all season and P Will turns into the player we want him to be, then he's done his role. He's done his job, hasn't he? So yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just it's just everything that Chicago fans love, though, isn't he? Yeah. And I mean, quick grade on him. I'm going to say B plus. Wow, wow, that's Just high. Purely because I was quite high on him before preseason, and seeing him, I mean, all right, he hasn't put up big numbers or anything like that, but I'm just excited by what I've seen of him. Yeah, no, I am too. I mean, I love his energy, love it, um, and he's making pretty good decisions I thought he might make a few more erratic plays and stuff but he, he's pretty he's been pretty smart with the ball and um I am very very impressed with him but I wouldn't go quite that high I, I'd I'd go C plus very close to a B minus yeah so unless I forgot about anybody else I don't think there's yeah I think there's a few more that we could talk about we haven't graded and stuff like that but um yeah. I don't think they've done enough to warrant a grade, to be fair, a lot of them. You know, DBJ, yeah. yeah, I like him. You know, he can play that small ball five if we need him. He had a big dunk against, I can't remember, was it, was it Raptors? Or, it was Bucks, yeah. It? yeah, and that's what I mean, that's what you're going to get with him. And I've got no problem with him getting switched into the, you know, on, onto the court or anything like that. I'm yeah. not out on him, he's just... I think he's a end of not even not an end of bench guy, but an end of maybe the second unit sort of. Some you know, so I yeah. yeah, we just know what we're going to get with him. I think. Um, yeah, he's he's not much else more than a highlight dunker, really. Yeah, so. Tony Bradley. Yeah. When when are we time. trading him? When when can we <laughs> trade him? Yeah. Marco, we you know, he's good at celebrating. Who? Give him that. Who? Who are you talking about? Who? <laughs> I think that's what Billy says when they step out on the court. Yeah, Marco? I think it is, you know. I think he's like, uh, who's that guy sitting on the bench? <laughs> Why is this Why guy is he wearing the uniform? Around? Who is it? <laughs> <laughs> but there we go. Um, and then obviously the rest have been the two-way guys which we've just spoke about. So Yeah. The, the only other, did, did we grade DeMar? Yeah, did we? yeah, we did. Oh, the only, the yeah, only thing I've got left to say about Demar is um, I am uh, looking forward to him proving the doubters wrong again. Yeah, yeah, because he's gonna. Uh, yeah, and like we've said, we're definitely here for it. Yep, for sure. 
Now, so, yeah, we're, to finish it off, we're going to give our, well, we're going to change it from Pog Hog Dog to, I don't know if this works, but Pops, Hops, Dops. Yeah, what? Let's do um, it. So, yeah, I'll, as soon as I suggested it, I'll I'll throw it to you first. Um, your player of pre-season. Um, well, it's between two. Um, it's between Vooch, uh, because he's just been solid all the way through. Uh, he's been great for us, but I just have to give it to Javante. Yeah. Uh, I'm picking Javante as my player of the uh, preseason. Yeah, and I I had him too as well. And yeah. Mar was very, very close. Um, I'm actually going to go different. I'm going to go Vooch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You like obviously, to say, lo- it was borderline for me. Obviously, I love Javante, and I definitely love what he's done in pre-season. I think the reason I'm going Vooch is I think it's more sustainable with Vooch. Mm-hmm. And I think Vooch actually gets better as well. Okay. Obviously, more minutes, is gonna his stats are going to be higher. He will get them double-doubles. Um, yeah. The Vooch for me. Okay. Uh, highlight of pre-season. Now, obviously, we've mentioned before, it doesn't necessarily have to be a player. It can be a player or... A stat line? Yeah. Yeah, well, I had it down to two, and they are actually both plays. Um, The first one I'm going to have as a special mention, which was the uh, the Vooch quarterback pass to P-Will. Yeah. Uh, But that obviously didn't even make our pog or hog in the last game so that uh, instantly gets scrapped <laughs> so for me the highlight of the preseason has to be that dunk by Javante yeah I mean I think people are going to remember that one for a long time and mm-hmm. I mean play wise that's definitely my highlight of preseason but what I've actually gone for is the bench players or the second unit in particular. Mm-hmm. And it's just basically because it's what we needed to see. We needed to see players like Kobe putting up the points he has, whether it's P. Will or Javante coming in and doing what they do. Um, Goran stepping up a little bit. And most importantly, I think the big thing for that bench is Andre Drummond. Yeah. And him being, well, what he's done. Yeah. Obviously, another sort of mention back to our predictions, I've got him down as our unsung hero. Um, Essentially because I think he makes Vooch better. And that's what I said when I selected him. And I don't know if it's why Vooch has been the way he has, because we're not worried about when Vooch sits now for a little bit, whereas we was... That's the thing. It gives it gives Billy that opportunity to sit Vooch and not worry about having then to make back whatever we've lost in the interim, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is something we haven't had. Yeah, and he doesn't have to give Vooch as many minutes, which maybe allows him a chance to, at times, sort his head out a little bit, not be so far in his own head. And Yeah. 
if his shot's not falling or whatever. So, yeah, and finish it with, I don't know why we want to finish on a disappointing note, but disappointing. No, we should really switch those two around, shouldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, your um, disappointment of pre-season. Uh, there can be only one. Yeah, and I think we're going to go for the same one. To be yeah, there. Marco. Yeah, that's what I had down. Yeah. I Marco think... Simonovic, he averaged four and a half minutes across pre-season and one free throw. And some hell of a celebration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I'm disappointed for Marco more than anything, I think. Not by Marco. Just, I think he's done. I think that's it. It's, I think done. So. Yeah. It's probably, to be fair, he's probably done in the NBA as well. I yeah. think he goes back to Europe and just floats around Europe for a little bit. Yeah, you know, the, I think I think you're right. I think the Marco experiment is done and dusted. Yeah, and I mean, the worst thing about that is the fact that they gave him the three-year deal over uh, Ayo. Mm. <laughs> but don't worry, yeah. Ayo's here to stay one way or another, I think. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how we bring it back up from Marco now. Um, oh, it's very easy to bring it back up from Marco. There's a lot of scope. <laughs> Costas? Costas, yeah, well, Costas is a small step up from Marco. I don't know about how much of a step up he is, but um, yeah, I, I think more sensibly looking at the the team as a whole, I think I'm excited about the uh, the, CC, the the regular season starting now next week. Um, yeah. It's a tough start against Miami, but... Um, Bring it on! I think we're all here for it now. We're ready to get going. A few days off, and uh, and then we go for good. Yeah, I mean, I've been excited by preseason. Oh, well, I was excited to see it start, and it's given. Well, it's been our own little preseason as well, and it. You know, the fact yeah. that we've had our early starts, late starts, whatever they are at that time in the morning. Yeah. Um, it's helped me with the socials and the fact that I think at the end of the books game, I had the, um, the score posted with the, the, the graphic and that within sort of seconds. So it's, uh, yeah. I've got up to speed with that myself, <laughs> you know, um, pat on the back to me. Um, I've done my pre-season, so I'm good to go. Brilliant. Let's um, do it. Obviously we do have, a, what, a week off now, um, in terms of, games anyway yeah Thursday morning yeah Thursday morning 12.30 for us yeah. here in the UK yeah I think we'll it is 12.30 against, yeah yeah we go against Heat which we'll talk about next week I think yep. on our, our build up to it yeah so yeah um, we may have gone a little bit further than we needed to on this episode but obviously we lost the one the other day so we had to recap all of that if you're still with us, thanks for listening. Uh, I've been Matt, and you can find me on Twitter at MattCRedUK, and you can find us on all the socials at CRedUK. And I've been Neil. Find me on Twitter at NeilCRedUK. Thanks once again for hanging out with us here at the CRedUK podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review us. And until next time, wherever you are in the world, CRed, go Bulls. Talk to you later.